we're live. I believe. I think we're live. Safe to it's. I think it's safe to assume we're live. Welcome to Dad Meet. Uh, we have two very very special guests uh, tonight. Sid the Kid, Ansley the Mansley. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna think of a better nickname, but wow, it came out I mean, powerful. As powerful as the bullies from high school. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. People called me Mansley in high school, and I didn't like it. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, great start. <laughs> I meant like the man. You know what I mean? Like Ansley <laughs> is the fucking man. <laughs> what a fucking oh, what jokes on your fucking bullies, dude? Fuck them. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Real quick, we do have to cover something from last night. Well, Go. first off, before I apologize, Tim, I like to um, thank Sydney for for broadcasting live from the shower tonight. He could have taken the extra ten <laughs> minutes to get out and then get to his microphone, but he brought the microphone to him, man. So thank you, Sid. Thank you, uh, Tim. My God, where do I start, man? Uh, last night on the UFC stream, I had forgotten that we were streaming and Tim started at eight o'clock and around 830. I was eating dim sum at my dinner table and I, I saw three phone calls from Tim and I was scrolling through. I was like, oh, shit, I wonder what he wants. Let me call him back when I'm done eating. And I started scrolling through <laughs> Twitter and saw that, like, hey, we're going live for the UFC stream. And I was like, oh, fuck. So I got right on and a half hour. John couldn't make it either. Tommy couldn't make it either. So Tim was broadcasting by himself. And man. Tim, I will never let that happen to you again, buddy. Man, I uh, you know what? I never had any birthday parties as a kid, but one of my biggest fears was having a birthday party where no one showed up. And that's exactly what it felt like, dude. Oh, my God. Well, I had a birthday party where one kid showed up. <laughs> and I I was a fat boy who got a laser tag vest for that birthday. And this friend followed me around the room shooting at me so I could enjoy my laser tag vest. So I couldn't imagine if you were a fat boy wearing a laser tag vest alone. And that's all that's been going through my head the past 24 hours. Well, uh, you know, it's fine because I had the chat with me. As always, okay. dude, the fucking chat, the chat carries me every single time I'm on the Internet. But a couple of ironies here. Number one, uh, I'll be the first person to be like, do you want to just bail? Like, no matter what the situation is, I will be the first person. that's like we could just bail and like go to Fogo instead. That's. That's my main operating mode, and uh, I was the only. I like. I was like, all right, I'll just, I'll just hit go live, and uh, my friends will show up, dude. There's no way they would abandon me. <laughs> what are you talking about? But I was also, I was testing out a new uh, mushroom batch, and I thought that, like, I did a low enough dose, and just to make sure I wasn't gonna get sick from them. And man, they hit me hard as I was like, they're not gonna show up, and I went in full on fucking Garth mode when Wayne doesn't fucking do the show anymore. <laughs> And uh, man, just thank God for the chat, man. The only people who really care about me in the entire world. Dude, I just want you to know that I, I have um, today is involved a lot of self-flagellation. And at your urging, I have been whipping myself with that cat of nine dildos that you got me. <laughs> All right. You know what? All's forgiven, man. No, I, All right. Thank no, you. No, no apology even necessary, bro. Yeah. You know, I'll, I'll, thank you. I'll carry the load when I need to. It's not really a big deal. Thank you, man. And then, anyway, we went on to have a very nice night. And it was it was great, and uh, and then six showed up, and you know, it, it couldn't have been weirder. And you know, that's my shit. So, mm -hmm. hold on, pause, pause for the passing. That's actually a police and fire dirt bike passing by. So, <laughs> cross yourself. <laughs> anyway, we survived. Uh, we'll put it up on the Patreon. The jokes got a little bit spicy, so I, I had second thoughts about releasing it, but we'll put it on the Patreon. Don't even fucking worry about it. Anyway, that all being said, thank you very much, Sid and Ansley, for joining us. Thank you. Thank you. I was once the only kid at a birthday party. <laughs> like, I was the only kid that showed up at someone's birthday party. Oh, that's sweet of you. I didn't do it on purpose. Like, I was <laughs> so, like, the whole entire time, it was like, I could not believe I am the one that showed up. 
I was so mad at everybody else. And I remember, so I, I remember the point when we were having dinner, we were having pizza and the, his mom gave us milk with dinner. And it was Gross. just like, that's why nobody showed up. Like that's the kind of party I'm at. I didn't even drink soda. I wanted. I was like, no, there's no soda. Like there's no juice. Like, wa- can I get water instead, please? Say, so were you a popular kid growing up, or was this like a confirmation of like, yep, I'm exactly the type of kid who is the one person to show up at a fucking wiener's birthday party? I think I was more exactly the type of kid to show up at a at a, at a wiener's birthday party. You know, it was what's, it was really worse? easy to get me places. What's worse, having it be your party or being the one kid who shows up? Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm guessing being the one, I'm, I think having it be your party because, you know, I, I always say humans, humans can't hide anything from each other. Like there's, there's no way he didn't know I was constantly looking for an out. Mm. Like I, I did not want to be there. And it was just like, it was, I was only there out of obligation. It's like, I was, it, I was at that party for the same reason Ansley's with me. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I'm 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 dying for you to finish that thought. Go ahead. <laughs> Instead of an engagement ring, Sid gave her a glass of milk. <laughs> She's the one person that showed up to my marriage, dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Me and that me and that kid had three kids together. <laughs> that would be cool if you guys went gay together. Like that was just the the final. That was the straw that broke the fucking camel's back. That was the only I mean, thing stopping even, you guys from loving each other. I don't even know if that wasn't if that's not what happened. I mean, it was like it was like a whole vortex of just weird that day. I remember, but and and his mom was still leading us from room to room to do all these different activities. E. But she was leading us, so we were like walking behind her like ducklings. It was insane. It was the weirdest party experience I've ever had in my life. Tim, I don't think that would have been the straw that broke the camel's back. I think it would be fair to say that that would have been the straw that broke the camel's broke back. No, I don't think it would be fair to say that, Mike, actually. <laughs> don't put that on the job. I'm not co-signing that, dude. Dude, let, let it be known. I don't think it would be fair to say that was the straw that broke the camel's broke back, okay? Here and now, I denounce it, dude. <laughs> Stop fucking it's, playing. Ansley, do you have any pity attendances to other people's parties? No, I always felt bad because in high school, like, I went from, like, being friends with the really nerdy people to, like, mm. hey, trying to hang out with the cool people. Um, which probably is a lot of like why there was bullies and stuff. But, why you were um, called Mansley? Yeah. <laughs> um, but I remember like one of my old friends, I didn't go to their birthday party and then I heard that nobody showed up for it and I felt wow. so guilty for it. An- Ansley showed up to hang out with the cool kids like somebody's dad. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> it was like all aggressive and weird. Everybody had to pull up their pants and shit. <laughs> Get it together, girls. Come on. You're looking sloppy. Yeah. Man, do you ever... Yeah, no, I just had a dark thought, but um, say it. Yeah, no, 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 no. This is this isn't this is gonna kill the mood. I don't even want to talk about it, but I I want to hear it, Tim. No, dude, we've talked about it before. Dude, no, no, you know Rainy what? loves dark shit. You put some dark shit on the table for Rainy and then took it off. That's fucked up. I, I, no, 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 no. I was gonna talk about uh a, a guy that uh killed him. I wanted to have a serious talk about a guy that killed himself, and uh no, absolutely not. No, <laughs> no. Okay. I'm not gonna was ruin it at a party? my fucking night. No, 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 no. It was like, uh, it was like a, a a person who like, I don't know. I don't know if this is common enough for anyone else in the world to get it, but like a person that you didn't make enough time for, and then after they die, you're like, oh man, it's like a, it's like a a nightmare. But also, you know, 
probably way well, worse for a dude's family and all that shit. And it's there's no I, there's no joke I want to make about it. And I don't want to I don't want to. We're four and a half minutes in. I don't want to fucking start making jokes about uh you know I, it's the wrong energy, dude. That's what well, I'm gonna say. I'm, I'm thinking now about the potential for being the only guy that showed up to someone's party and then that kid committing suicide. Like that would that would be pretty tough and concentrated solely on the one attendee. <laughs> No, I would say that gets you some like cosmic, you know, uh, a pat on the back. Like you, you tried, you made the time. Even if, even if you wanted to leave the whole entire time, but you didn't. Yeah, you were That's there. Fair. You were there. I did. I, yeah, I did. I cursed his mom's milk, but I was there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> was it weird that you gave him a gun as a present? Yeah, maybe <laughs> rethink that. Now I'm getting think, off this. He, this is getting dark. Go ahead, Mike. Sorry. Uh, Tim, do you do you think that if you play Russian roulette over milk, it's called Russian moulette? <laughs> no, actually, I don't think that either, dude. <laughs> Why would I ever think that? <laughs> don't presuppose I'm going to say, yeah, Russian moulette. That makes sense. No, I refuse, a, dude. All right. Well, on, if you don't, if if you're not willing to consider that, on a serious note, though, you mentioned uh, not take, making time for somebody who ended up committing suicide. Um, I think that's a common thought that people may have, but at the same time, like nobody's really obligated to make time for anybody else. And if somebody does earnestly come to you and say like, Hey man, I really need somebody to talk. Then I think maybe there's like some degree of guilt involved, but unless they do that, I don't, I don't think you should put that on yourself. Dude, I watched a, uh, I, I was, I was hanging out on hoodsite.com. So now, now when I get stuck working late, I just hang out on hoodsite.com and I was watching a guy, he killed himself on Facebook live. And he was sitting in his chair, and he was just—he had the full GameStop manager getup, like uh, a poorly fitting leather jacket, just hair that has never, like, all of his hair had never been in the same haircut at the same time, wireframe glasses, like the the bushy goatee, and uh, he was like, he was sitting in front of his computer, just responding to people. His phone's ringing off the hook, so he's clearly like a couple of minutes into like the Facebook Live, where he's like, "Guess I'm gonna kill myself on here." And it's like his, everyone's trying to get a hold of him. He's like, oh, now you guys care. And uh, he was being kind of a shithead about it. So I was like, all right, let's get this over with. And um, yeah, eventually he uh, he answers the phone for his mom. He's like, what do you want? And oh, no. you, you can't hear what she says. But he's like, oh, that's how you're going to be. And he puts the phone down. He's like, well, guess this is it. And he puts a very long gun in his, uh, under his chin and explodes his head. And uh, like... Five seconds later, the sheriff's office kicks his door in, and they just missed him. Wow. But he was such a GameStop manager that I was like, it would probably, probably be good. Tim, do you think when like GameStop managers kill themselves and get to heaven, St. Peter's like, all right, well, it looks like you have 3,000 good deeds, but I'm only going to give you credit for 13 of them. <laughs> yes. There you go. You did it. All right. Thank I love you. it. <laughs> all it took was some suicide talk. That's grim stuff, dude. I don't want to see that shit anymore. Dude, you you made me watch videos of people fucking fall to their deaths, and I didn't like it. When did I do that? You did it. It was before we had a show um, at, um, I won't say the name, but I'll call it Hood Hood Comedy Theater. <laughs> um, but you were like, oh, yeah, we should we should talk about these kind of videos. And like he made me watch a video of like some Russian kid falling off a skyscraper. Oh, that's, that's funny. That's funny. To you, but 
I still think about it. Well, you like gotta you gotta put it in full context. I mean, just the video of the guy falling off the skyscraper alone isn't enough. But the fact that he would like climb to the edge of skyscrapers and then like pull himself up for likes on a video, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, like and then that. one day he fell to his death. I mean, that's kind of fun. Hilarious, Sid. What's the worst thing you've ever seen on the internet? Oh man, I was thinking about that while you were talking about. I, I watched a guy sitting in a car. With like doing, you know, one of those like hood gun videos with his own gun. He dropped the gun, he fumbled it, and he was trying to catch it, and it went off and shot him in the head. Oh, man. What a Butterfingers. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think that's literally how you lose your hood pass. <laughs> <laughs> when he dropped it, it was just like, whoop, 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 whoop. Ah. <laughs> it was like, oh, shit, 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 shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah when it comes to when it comes to guns like you cannot handle a gun like you're a couple of italians handling a wedding cake in a 1930s comedy <laughs> yeah that's that's one of me and Anzi's favorite references we we, we reference that all the time do you ever see that uh this is actually kind of recent did you see the guy that um he was in a facebook group for dudes that wanted to point guns at their own dicks and he shot his dick off i don't know did he get it back? Uh, I don't know, dude. I mean, <laughs> I didn't have enough clicks in me that night to follow the story that far. Oh, man, you got to see that. To con- dude, all dicks matter. You got to see it at the conclusion. <laughs> we got to find out. Again, more more GameStop manager energy out of this guy, too. <sighs> Ansley, do you, uh, do you avoid this kind of shit on the internet? I do. I only watch it if Sydney shows it to me. What's the worst thing? What's the worst thing you've seen so far? He shows me what was that hood one or that one with that I didn't say that. Um, <laughs> the one where the the boyfriend and the girlfriend were fighting and she had a gun and he was like coming at her and she like accidentally shot him. Yeah. Oh my god, that was crazy. So on, on this this particular hood video, my words not hers. They, it was uh it was a girl in the car with her boyfriend and she was like showing off the gun and he was telling like put that put that shit away put that shit away and she was like stop being a boom and it was over oh i think i've seen that one yeah that's kind of weird though how distinct these videos can be where someone's like have you seen this one i'm like oh dude yeah i've seen that that's fucking rules (laughs) they need titles they need catchy headlines i'm i I, i'm a big fan of these videos i'm not i I, well not a big fan like i again i i I end up on these videos but i just want to see people get really badly injured Mm mm-hmm you know, like I'm not looking for I'm not looking for death, but you watch a couple of those videos of people getting really badly injured. Next thing you know, you're watching a black dude fumble a gun. So, all right, so not dying, but let's say you see uh, like a third world tr- a third world country trash collector and two trash trucks crash and his legs get cut off. You would you rather see that than like a guy having a heart attack on stage? Oh, I mean, like I've seen this- both this week, and I'll tell you which one was worse. <laughs> okay. Uh, I think I think the uh, I think I would prefer to see the the, the trash truck guy only because uh, I think I'd be able to find some comedy in that moment he realized he couldn't move. Mm-hmm. You know, like there, like there was no way this is not going to happen. He was like, looking into the back of the truck in front of him, and the truck behind him was moving so fast that it almost looked like he disappeared. By the way, twist ending: that guy also died. Sorry, I I shouldn't <laughs> have lied to you. <laughs> yeah, that made me that made my butthole pucker. <laughs> Well, Tim, the, the uh, I guess the silver lining to a trash truck guy getting killed like that is that you can recycle his organs. 
<laughs> I don't know. I don't think. I honestly don't think that's how it works, Mike. <laughs> I don't think. I don't think they put them in a recycling truck for organs. Uh, Tim, I'm just trying to win your heart because I feel terrible about last night. <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna be a real woman about this, dude. I'm never gonna let it go. <laughs> Anytime you ask me if if we want to if we're gonna do something, I'll go whatever you want, dude. No. I didn't mean to say woman. Sorry. I'm gonna be a real bitch. It's okay. You just got you know three dudes in a mansley here. You're good. <laughs> I think uh, people need to recognize that uh, of the two of you, Ansley has way more capacity for spiciness. She's way more dangerous in front of a microphone. Yeah, she's she's really. Uh, I see her being really. She's fun and she's like, she's like playing double dutch with new people for the first time. She's trying to find that rhythm on how to get in, you know. Like it's a, uh, you know. But once she's in, she, you know. I mean, I'm, I'm sorry. Am I am I wrong? Am I am I misreading this? No, it's just like like Sydney doesn't have a filter any of the time, and I usually have a filter. So when it comes off, it's like it's a little bit more dangerous for me. I'm like, oh, did I just say that? <laughs> yeah, that's that's my that that like tracks with my theory that you know, like just my favorite thing about white people period is the propensity as a culture for you guys to take things too far whether it's good or bad <laughs> yeah we have done some cool shit you're right thank you Sydney. <laughs> yeah yeah it's like you know yeah you built the hoover dam but you also killed all the buffalo it's cool as shit dude i love that range yeah yeah we're all about not doing anything halfway you know what i mean also uh I, I realized today in the early 2000s, every white dad got into motorcycles without buying a motorcycle. So motorcycles took over all of white America without a single white dude buying a new motorcycle. Maybe a couple of them did. So they're pretty easy to just like put in one group and uh, manipulate, I guess. So yeah. shout out, shout out white dudes. Yeah, I, I really give it to us because, you know, we didn't have to kill the buffalo. We could have just hit him with a trash truck, but we went that full nine and took care of it. Yeah. I can't stand talking about extinct animal. Wait, are, are buffalo extinct, right? No, they're still around. The American buffalo? Yeah, 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 yeah. And we got we got them good, though. Mm. I just don't like when I'm not when I when I'll never have the option to eat something. Yeah, dude, Buffalo are like Wayne's brothers. We're down to like three, and <laughs> they have to be protected by a park ranger. Um, I uh, I, I don't want this to just devolve into a, a jujitsu podcast. We should just start a dedicated jujitsu podcast. That would be fun. That would be fun. Jujitsu internet culture is very corny, by the way. Oh, just to reiterate, uh, all the, the four of us all train heart jujitsu, kancha hocking. I mean, no big deal. Best place in the world. But yeah, come get it. Um. We all beat the shit out of each other like four or five days a week. And uh, almost all of the jujitsu content online is maybe enough to make me kill myself for even enjoying the hobby. It's just, dude, I, I, all of my hobbies I cannot share with the other people who like them. Like UFC, jujitsu, video games. It's like anyone else who enjoys it makes me want to fucking cut my own head off. Yeah, watching watching those people like the again the what would you call it jujitsu media like just watching these guys try to be entertaining is horrible, and it, you you almost want to be like are you like are you even entertaining with your friends like who who's who's who are you behaving like this at and they're like fuck yeah dude more of this. Well, said I think what happens is like I, I I've seen it primarily on the internet, but also I experienced it before where there's almost like a, a, a cult like 
following and phenomenon that follows people that get really good at this. And it's they're like rock stars. Anything they say or do, there's going to be those sycophants there just clapping like fucking seals. And I think that gets taken to another degree because everything everybody secretly thinks that they're funny. Mm. And when people get that kind of feedback for actually being good at that, um, undeservedly to that cult like level, they're just going to be like, all right, well, I'm definitely funny. So I'm definitely trying this fucking idea where I dress up like Luke Skywalker in a gi. It's yeah. like, no, you should never do that because that's the fucking worst idea ever. No, yeah, we're I, all looking like you, Ansley. Get, get real. You gotta get fucking good and get that cult-like following. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're you're our best hope out of out of our group. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you're all you're our Luke Skywalker. <laughs> She's our Anzikin Skywalker. <laughs> nice. I would go. Uh, so I'm gonna go ahead and and say on the record that uh, Ansley is a better fighter than Sid. I, and I don't mean that as a knock against it. I mean that as uh, praise for Ansley. And it's documented, by the way. There's video evidence on the internet. <laughs> Ansley, yeah, I mean, do you I, worry you that Sid is? Uh, do you worry that Sid's catching up to you? I do. I I didn't like it when he got his blue belt because uh, <laughs> I don't know. Honestly, I didn't. <laughs> Did you think about cutting it like when it was just like in the in the laundry room? Yeah, just cutting it in half. One time, I got angry at my wife and I cut all of her brows in half. <laughs> <laughs> nice play thing to do <laughs> yeah. i don't like what it like what it, what was the end goal there i mean what was what was the punishment in your in your mind uh upper, like, back, ah, your upper back pain yes <laughs> <laughs> good luck harnessing them titties without them <laughs> what's so ansley what, what do you do you think you could stay ahead of him or do you think he'll catch up to you well if we ever had to start on our feet sydney would uh he would dominate me like his takedowns are much better than mine Mm. I mean, that's just one aspect, though. I'm not going to let him have this. <laughs> I'm not trying to take it. I'm just going to sit here and just watch Ainsley give it to me. <laughs> Very <What>? familiar, right? <laughs> just no that that and that and well, I mean, here's the thing: jujitsu alone, like sure, like sure, Ainsley is 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 way better. But if you know, we had to like do an obstacle course first and play kickball, then do jujitsu. I mean, I think we're going to come out ahead on that one. Please, you have a cramp in the corner. <laughs> 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 Wait, do you do you guys know that that was actually a racist comment coming from her <laughs> I just, from anybody else that, that's just a comment about athleticism Ansley she holds fast to a theory that black people cramp up more than everybody else how many reality uh competition shows have you watched where the black people like in the first episode like have to bow out because they're cramping it like happens all the time <laughs> <laughs> That's her data set, by so the way. Reality, like all of them. <laughs> I've been Remember? watching a reality uh, survival series uh, alone, and I don't even think they have black people on the show. There was one black guy on there, but he had to go early because I think he got like uh, sick to the stomach, which is another fault that might happen to He'd be like, I need the bathroom. <laughs> Tim, Tim, they are on that show. You just have to watch at the 15 minute mark of the episode. <laughs> this is this is new black people cramp up yeah that's that's one of ansley's uh she's been working on that thesis for quite a while now (laughs) take note you'll see it do you take any of the blame for that sid for cramping up well i I will tell you this there's a lot of pressure to fight through cramps because of it you know i don't don't want to do any misrepresentation i don't want to i don't want to add like the same way she didn't want me to get my blue belt like i can't let her see me cramping 
I don't like, I don't want her to like win a Nobel Peace Prize for this thesis. <laughs> yeah, I can't wait till, till she does her TED talk. Yeah. And it's, and it's your picture of you holding your hamstring. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, <laughs> I like it. I'm, I'm going to go with it now. I'm going to text five friends right now and say, man, these reality shows are getting out of hand and they really need to hydrate. <laughs> That's the part of it that pisses me off because then like I go with it. Like it, 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 I believe it. Right. Mm-hmm. So like, remember, remember when in the, in the NFL, they were having a problem with cramping. So they started <laughs> making people drink pickle, pickle juice. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Uh-huh. That's because black people don't drink water. <laughs> That's all that was. It was like, listen, it was like, as soon as black people had to drink pickle juice for like three weeks straight, they're like, fuck it, we'll just drink water. I'm sorry. You're right. You're right. <laughs> Dude, it, it's to, Sid, I had totally forgotten about that, but I distinctly remember um, an Eagles. It was Eagles Cowboys. Yep. And the trainers were handing it out on the sidelines because guys were cramping up. Yeah. Like how fucking, dude. Dude, it's just Kool-Aid and purple drink. That's all we drink, man. <laughs> Soda. Soda, that's it. Like you can't you can't sustain an NFL career on soda alone. You just can't do it. Well, you- to that point, there was a there was a video that um that I saw on Twitter and retweeted yesterday of Allen Iverson walking into the arena with a bag of chips and two grape sodas. <laughs> he was hydrating before the game. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Uh, yeah. So yeah, that's like that is one of those uh it annoys me because it's one of those theories that I just I can't shake it. I feel like it's right. Yeah. It do, it does feel right. Yeah. And it's only it only bothers me that I didn't come up with it. <laughs> you know? You're too close. You too cl- you couldn't see it. You couldn't see the forest for the trees. Is that what it is? Yeah. Ansley yeah. came in and she was doing like she had like the racism version of like the math going in front of her face. <laughs> <laughs> like, dude, your trees need water. <laughs> Um, so Sid, you have, a. I would say you have a rep- reputation as, uh, maybe the, the person I know that's most eager to fight people waiting in line for anything. Wow. I think I am the person that mostly fights people waiting in line for things. That's, that's where I get in most of my confrontations. I'm not going to lie to you. Is it because you're impatient? No, I'm, I'm, I'm not an impatient guy. It's because I will say something. Mm-hmm. You know, like I'll give you an example of a fight that could have been avoided if I wasn't the type of person to say something. So I, it was a cupcake shop that I would go to all the time. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> the happiest places in the world. Yeah. <laughs> Here I am. Day. Disneyland. I can't stand the way this motherfucker is looking at me. <laughs> <laughs> it is true. I mean, I, I guess that's another reason, like, uh, I guess I blindside people because I'm saying these things that like Ansley described the happiest places on earth. Right. So, I mean, I, I go to this company and I, and I hang out when I go there, I usually hang out for a little while. I know the owner, I hang out, we talk and uh, this girl comes in and she, she's already putting on an act and you can tell. And her whole entire issue is that she waited until this coupon was expired and the coupon gave her a bunch of free cupcakes on a, on a big order and she wanted to use the cupcake, even though um, the, the coupon, even though she knew it was expired, which fine, that's okay. You know, uh, I don't, I don't have a problem with that, but she's clearly putting on an act. And then she turns to me and she goes, 
oh, I'm sorry. And she said this to me. She goes, I'm sorry. I'm not trying to take advantage of anybody here. I just forgot. And I'm like, and I go, well, sure you are. You absolutely are. There's nothing wrong with that. I do it all the time, but like, you're absolutely trying to take advantage. And she was just like, like she had to like turn back to process that I even responded to that at all. And she was just like, huh? And I was like, yeah, you totally came in here to try to take advantage of the fact that, you know, you have this expired coupon, you know, the owner of this cupcake shop is a nice lady and you're trying to take advantage of that to get this coupon on her. That's all it is. is they don't have a problem with that. I'll, I'll be doing that soon at a, at a place anyway. And uh, she got really upset. You know, she was like accusing me of accusing her of being a certain type of person, which I mean, I don't think that I was. I think I was just like clearly stating what was objectively true about the moment. Well, you accused her of a thought crime. <laughs> yeah. It was more of a thought crime, if you yeah. know what I'm saying. <laughs> do, you, do you understand how crazy it makes you seem to do that kind of thing? <laughs> I like this conversation. <laughs> no, no, no. Okay. So I, I think it's I think it's very funny to do it. And you're right. Do you understand how crazy it makes you seem to people to act like that? I'd like to hear Ansley's answer to that question. There we go. That's actually what I wanted to get at. <laughs> um, he doesn't care. I mean, I don't know. I don't think, <laughs> I don't think that he cares. He gives no fucks. I, well, that's I, clear. Yeah. I, I think, well, I mean, tw- 21 years, that's, that's all you got on. That's the, only, that's the only thing you got in that part of the dossier. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that makes you look worse than it makes me look. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, no doubt about it. I am unhinged. No, but so, has, okay. like, I'm so okay. sorry. So, My husband so, has cramping issues. He's very cranky. So in Sydney's mind, he doesn't want to be parts of other people's BS. Like you can go about the world and spew whatever kind of nonsense that you want to other people. Pretend you're being whatever you want to be. But Sydney doesn't want to be part of your make-believe world. So when people say stuff like that and try to pull him into it, He's just letting them know that like, yeah, you can do that, but I don't, I'm not falling for your, your, your act. And that's what he's trying to let the world know. So I think in his way, he thinks he's making the world a better place because he's taking the bullshit out of the world and like, let's all be real with each other. But I, I totally agree with you, Tim. He's he's a crazy man. (laughs) Sid, I love it. And Tim had mentioned that you jokingly mentioned that you did this at Disney World. I think that you should do this at Disney World, but not only that, but I think you should, should be invited to the character breakfast and do this to people while they're eating as a character. <laughs> I did. I, I, at Disneyland, when we went, I did call somebody out for cutting in line. So I, I support that. Yeah. Uh, no, but we, but to be fair, we were cutting in line as well. And see, and it's exactly what Andy was describing. Like we were, we were cut, we cut in line. We did our thing. That family cut in line and they try to like use us to, to say that they didn't cut in line. It's like, whoa, 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 whoa. I didn't try to use you, you know? Mm-hmm. Like we're taking this shit on our own. If we get caught, we get caught. We'll handle that as a family. Do not try to pull us into your shit. How did they take that? They were they were cool. They they just I mean, they, was, I mean, they were in Disneyland. They were they didn't give a fuck about me. They were like, mm-hmm. I think uh, you were you were smiling through Ansley's uh, characterization of the way that you do these things, but I don't think anyone should be smiling when someone's talking about you and they say the phrase. Well, in his way, he's trying to. <laughs> Well, here's the funny part about it to me is that Ansley's trying to act like she doesn't only uh, love it, but she also supports it. And 
sometimes we're, when we're driving away from one of these situations, she's mad at me that I didn't give her room to jump in and also be crazy. It happened once. <laughs> you wanted to and try. I did. I did. I've been around, like you said, I've been around this for 20 years and I was ready to try. It was during quarantine. I was like, you know, I was up to year two and I tried to step in and it didn't go as I planned and I got very upset about it. Go on. Give me, give me the details. <laughs> Where did you see yourself getting involved? What, first of all, what was the conflict? So we were, we were out in the woods at the river, you know, like everybody else in, during quarantine. And we were throwing rocks across the river, trying to hit a stick with the rocks. And a guy showed up with his son and he wanted to fish there. And so instead of being like, hey, you know, can we fit? He was just like, hey, you guys need to leave. Like, I don't like he was like really aggressive about it. And like, Cindy's like, no, we were here first. You know, like you go somewhere else. And he uh, he so like Cindy and him are going back and forth. And I don't even remember, but I had like a good line. I wanted to yell at this man. <laughs> like, because, and Sydney, I went to say it and Sydney cut me off because he didn't think I was going to support his craziness. And I was like, fine, if I don't get to be part of your craziness, I don't want to be any part of your craziness. And um, so, yeah. So, so now so we're we divorced. A, yeah. That's <laughs> why we're in separate locations. Yeah. <laughs> actually at that guy's house. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it was like that guy, that guy, he, he tried to make it a physical threat almost immediately. And cause I was, I was saying like, we guy, you know, guy, we were, we were here was he first. Yeah, he's he, was, he was a white guy. Yeah. And, and I go, you know, we were here first. Uh, like, how about like, we're not going to be here much longer. You you can wait if, if, that, if it's such a big deal. And he, again, he was being a dickhead and he said something else. And I was like, no, as you know, I was being nice before, but you know what? No, now we're staying. Now we're throwing rocks extra hard. You know, and then I started, I started saying it to everybody in the family, all right, throw rocks now, throw rocks now. I was just like, it was insane. And then he goes, oh, tough guy, huh? Tough guy, huh? And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Don't you dare take it there. If I swear to God, where's the bridge? And I started saying, I started looking for a way to get across. I mean, I wouldn't, I wasn't going to swim across because I hadn't eaten and I was probably going to cramp up. But <laughs> <laughs> I was very, I was very not thirsty. that I can't swim. I just cramp up really badly. <laughs> I haven't had enough pickle juice today. <laughs> yeah. So I should have, I should have been more aware of like when Ansley was choosing to chime in, and she was choosing to chime in after he made it kind of like a physical threat. And but we, like me and that guy, kind of worked through it. We we worked through it there. It's kind of a shame that Ansley didn't film you whipping his ass and upload it to the hood site and just label it into the Buck Wild. <laughs> Dude, I even I even said that to him. I go, dude, you were talking to a stranger. I think I, I think if, I said you were talking to a jacked stranger who clearly does not give a fuck and is willing to keep throwing rocks. And you're gonna threaten me? Like, what is wrong with you? You have your kid with you. You don't make good decisions. Dude, imagine getting fucked up in front of your son. Mm -mm. It's not an option. I will diffuse. I will. That's when I'm. That's when I deescalate. <laughs> and say, have you ever gotten close to fighting somebody in front of your kids? Um, I don't think so. No, sitting <laughs> here looking for what? Uh -oh. uh, that I think it was a lady you told me about at the, a, a farm or something. Oh, I'll tell you once I was. Anzi's uh... <laughs> like, oh, a woman. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I remember once I was. Um, we had just moved 
to the new house and I was curtain shopping and I had all the kids with me. So the girls were little and they were like, we're trying to pick out curtains, like the beautiful bathroom curtains that are behind Sydney were bought during this like stressful mm -hmm. moment. Um, and they were, uh, the kids were like pulling all the, like, I want this curtain. I want this curtain. We're in like Boscov's. So it's like, you know, whatever. And, um, the classy people. Yeah. <laughs> so there's like a pile of curtains that we pulled out. And this man that worked there came up and like said something to the kids, like, you need to put all those curtains back and you can't be doing, I was like, do not talk to my children. <laughs> like I've got this. Cause it was like, I clearly didn't have it. Like we're running a map, map, but I was like, no, you, Strange little man. Do not talk to my kids. I hey, wanted, yeah. You guys, you guys seem to exclusively fight doing all the fucking gay parenting shit that you have to do. <laughs> oh, because neither one of us want to do it. Mm -hmm. Like, that is like, we are, I mean, like, we would much rather be at home, like, fuck doing burpees or some shit. You know, like, if we had it our way, you know, we wouldn't, we wouldn't do all, any of this stuff. We wouldn't even have curtains if it wasn't for my paranoia about the outside world <laughs> yeah. That's the only, like it's like she had to Ansley had to like deal with her choice between having curtains and hearing me talk about how everybody's out to get us so it's like yeah. you know and it's like and it's partially true because I'm out there creating so many enemies you know <laughs> and he's paranoid that people are going to take revenge shits on our sidewalk because <laughs> just just at any time of day you look outside of Sid's house and there's there's random fathers and sons out there just staring back into his place <laughs> Yeah. So, hey, my dad, I'm sorry, good. Sid. Oh, so because so where we live, you know how we live between these two bars that are near us. Yeah, yeah. Um, there was this chick the other day. She was outside of the house. Like I was coming out of the shed, and she was like, "Where the you know where the cars are parked, and where Ansley and I would park because that's where we live." She was on the side of her car, pants down, just squatted, pissing, right? And like I could not shake the feeling that this was some chick revenge shitting. Because like I yelled at her about putting shit in my trash can with her dog or something, and dude, I was like trying to figure out the proper way to handle it. It was like, but yeah, that's the that's the kind of life I live. Where if I see like an attractive blonde pissing on my sidewalk, I think she's out to get me. Say so when you revenge shitters are like raccoons, like you got to get a stick and just <laughs> scare them out of there. <laughs> Man, what warped people you guys are! You don't look like it. That's fucked up. No. <laughs> you guys look like winners on the surface. And I yeah. actually, I guess you are. That's the frustrating part. Is you guys are winners. You guys are fucked up. You've like you've you've designed not designed. You're you're, you're like living out very uh, successful and wholesome lives, purely motivated by just fist fighting people at Wawa, <laughs> <laughs> by fights and shit. <laughs> I gotta go to fucking Coles and get them before they get me. <laughs> Yeah, there was a uh, my my favorite my favorite my favorite one of these situations that I've ever gotten was when uh when I was buying our bed or buying our our the, the bed that we had uh the, was it it was when it was the old house right uh, yeah because we didn't have the girls it was just me and Finn and we we go we go to this store and when I go to these furniture stores I let Finn jump all over the furniture you know and I have a rule it's like if they come and ask him to stop then he's done but mm -hmm. until they do that like that you know like. That's not my job. <laughs> it's like he's living my best life. He's doing all the things that I would want to be doing to this furniture that's just laid out here. Mm. You know, like who doesn't want to do parkour on that shit? So I'm mattress shopping. Finn is he's sitting on the bed with his feet off the edge, but he's like kicking. You know, his like he's like kicking his dangled feet, so they're like hitting the bed slightly. 
the guy who works there came over there and he, I mean, when I say he scolded Finn, like he like got down in his face, pointed his finger at him and was like yelling at him about touching the uh, the bed with his shoes, right? And told him to get off and Finn got off. And then Finn looked at me and I was like, boy, you better get the fuck back on that bed. <laughs> Finn was like, dad, are you going to let this guy know what his fucking sleep number is or what? <laughs> it was like, and then I told him, I was like, don't you talk to my son, Finn, get on that bed. And Finn got back on the bed, but he got back on the same way he was like, sit on the bed. I was like, no, jump on that fucking bed. <laughs> Dude, it was like, and started talking to the guys like, you don't talk to my son. I swear to God, I don't care where we are. It's not worth what I can do to you in the short amount of time that it would take for people to get over here and help you. I promise. Dude, I was like, yeah, I, I was living. Sid, if that ever happens again, I want you to do exactly what you did there, but also call me and I will come and I will air fuck on every bed that they have there. <laughs> that guy has no idea what he just asked for. And, and so that's another reason why I like, not why I like getting in these situations, but. <laughs> yes, you did, dude. I don't, I don't, I don't, but it's like, I, I don't, I don't look, for, I don't try to get into them. I don't look. To get I don't them. like to, I need to. <laughs> It's like Monsters, Inc. Instead of children's screams, he needs public conflict. (laughs) (laughs) But I I will say this. When I am in these situations, what I like about it is that I say cool shit. Mm. Like, it never fails every one of these situations. And I don't think about it. And it comes out very eloquently, super fluid. And dude, it just like when I say those things, like it, it boosts my adrenaline up even more. It's like now I'm playing on home turf. I love it. Said I guarantee that guy who you owned in the fucking wilderness is posting on Facebook now because of unprocessed shit that he couldn't come back at you with. <laughs> Mike, that's your type. What's that? The type that to think of something late or to like dwell on something that you didn't say in an argument. Who me? Yeah, you. What? Uh, I well, actually, you had a really funny joke about it a long time ago. Uh, I don't remember what it was. You you would think of like you would just dwell on like what you didn't say or what they said to you while you were like bench pressing later on. <laughs> oh yeah, okay, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's that's a fear of mine, actually. What's that? Not getting something out? Yeah, walking away from a situation thinking that I should have said something or knowing that I should have said something. You know, Sid, that's exactly why I hit Tim with every pun that pops in my fucking dumb brain. <laughs> I don't I don't want to like be dying like my kids holding my hands and think about a pun I should have said to Tim on the podcast. And Sid, one last thing about this guy. Did he have his T-shirt tucked into his jeans? Oh, I don't. Did he, Ansley? I don't remember that. Oh, wait, did I? <laughs> <laughs> you want to go? <laughs> think he did yeah i think he might have yeah yeah and any guy who who acts like that in public and that's their their default uh move will get beat up in front of their kids at some point yeah yeah i don't i don't go ahead i'm sorry buddy good no you no i just i don't like when because i do i do have a hang-up about uh looking small like i feel like you know, I grew up around a lot, a lot of like really good athletes, like a lot of people from my generation, like went on to play professional sports and stuff. So I always felt like I was trying to prove to people that I was an athlete too. like, uh, like I can do I can do these things, too. So when somebody when somebody like starts to kind of threaten me and 
try to make it physical. Like my Napoleon complex kicks in, and I know, like, like I, I kind of get it now that I'm not small. Like I, I, I'm, I'm starting to understand that, but I can't help it, man. It's just like you're gonna pickle me, knowing I look like this. Like it's just like, <laughs> yeah. My dad, he came. He would have gotten his ass whipped. But when I was probably like ten years old, he was picking me up from my aunt's house that I had just slept over at. And he came to a stop sign and the car that was perpendicular blew through their stop sign. Didn't come close to hitting us, but the, but the kid should have stopped. And it was like a car full of 16 year olds. And my dad fucking gunned it and just flew through Lansdowne following these kids, his fucking the front of his car to their fucking bumper. And they pulled into a driveway and they all got out and they ran into the house. My dad tried to get out of my car, but I was like hanging onto his belt, trying to pull him back into the car. And before he could get all the way out of the car, he gave up the fight and got back in and drove off. But I just know any just by my dad acting like that, if a, a, a real person ever stood up to him, he would have gotten fucked up bad. Sid's a great dude to uh, trick your enemies into shopping at the same time as I'm realizing. <laughs> do you think that this uh, do you think that this personality trait, Sid, uh, kind of informs like your relationships with other comedians? One hundred percent. Actually, uh, maybe I want to redirect that. Ansley, what's what's your impression of Sid's relationship with other comedians? Most other comedians. Well, not, not what I would like. Not like. See, that's a that's a trick question because you, uh, Rainy, you know, McC- like the the comedians that I'm close with, are on a very different way wavelength than these other people that you're talking about. Regardless, yes. Okay, I'll recognize that. But outside of Sid's like core boys, what would you? How would you? How would you describe his his uh, his dealings with other comics? I I know Sydney is a uh, I know Sydney is the way he interacts with society out in the world. One on one, people tend to like him. He's very charming. People enjoy him when it's them and him, and they you know like they have that interaction. I know Sydney and a group is not always the best mix that sometimes like when it's a, like a group of people a herd of people and they like get together and need to talk about somebody or need somebody to be the enemy that Sydney will happily stand up and be the villain in that situation. Like he's doing them a favor. Kind of. <laughs> yeah. It's all, see, Sydney's just making the world a better place. I told you that. Oh already. my God. That was, I loved that. Well, I definitely loved how that answer started out, but I think, <laughs> It started. It started out like you were Jeffrey Dahmer's therapist speaking on the stand about. Well, he injects battery acid into people's brains, but in his own way, he's just trying to connect with them. But it ended up in the sweetest way possible. I feel like such an enabler after this conversation. You are. You are. I'm just wondering how far we're going to go before we start talking about single moms, Sydney. Yeah. Yeah. See, well, so here, here, here's the thing, Tim. Is it's kind of it's kind of tough because. Like Anthony doesn't get the full breadth of everything because these these comedians that I know because she's like, a dumb fucking woman. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm talking about. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's like like these comedians that have a problem with me and want to like have issues with me. Like the last thing that I would want for them is to have like a place in my home life, mm-hmm. right? Mm. So I don't bring this stuff home. I don't talk to Ansley about a lot of this stuff. Oh, am I telling on you? Uh, kind of. I mean, like not really. Like she knows that. Uh, Honestly, like she only hears it from me. She only hears what I'm telling her. Hmm. And I only tell her the parts where I know for a fact I was being abrasive. Well, like, I, I don't. 
I was gonna say I just feel like you've been like publicly tagged in a lot of Facebook shit unfairly. Yeah, I mean, well, I think uh, they un- unfriended Ansley first. I don't know. Mm. I don't know if she saw any of that stuff, you know. But wow. I mean, it is it is true, and it's like a lot of this stuff is in secret groups and stuff too. I mean, I don't. I, I again, I just I don't really. <laughs> she's like they have secret groups about. Yeah, they're not about me, but they talk about me in secret groups. Mm-hmm. So it's uh. I mean, I don't, I don't really, ca- I don't, I don't really care. Like these people are not really on my radar. It's, it's just that sometimes our circles intermingle. Like when I'm hanging out with comedians, like sometimes these people come up and like, I'm not going to act like they're good people or nice people, mm-hmm. you know, in that situation. But I'm also, I am never going to let those people in my house. Like they're not allowed in my house mm-hmm. in any way, shape or form. So I love that. Uh, yeah, I don't, yeah, it's like. Yeah, but she does. I do tell her when I'm when I'm when I'm when I I know for a fact I'm being a dick because it's funny. Like I enjoy the situations that I'm in when I know that I'm kind of I'm kind of I'm kind of being wrong, but I'm still being. You know, like I, I enjoy that. Yeah, it's, it's it's at least funny to me. You know, like I, I I'm I'm being accountable for it when I tell Ansley about that stuff. And and that's and that's at the basis of it. Like it is funny, and to a normal human being, having the kind of disagreements that you might have with these people would just be like, yeah, this is a, a disagreement and Sid's a great guy. But to these people who view every instance of conflict as fucking 9-11 part two, you're inevitably going to be flying the plane into their twin tower. Yeah. Yeah. It's not, they're not real issues, but then they they need that. that well, they need to be fueled by that. Yeah, to that point, I was going to say, Sid, I feel like you kind of get like unfairly scapegoated. And I think it's just like it, you, you become like... Um, a big symptom of the issue or like a, a big um like focal point of like larger social issues inside comedy this isn't like inside baseball bullshit this is like when you see comedians fighting on the internet i feel like uh local type comics uh kind of see you as like a scapegoat type and it's like really ironic because it's it's usually on like social issues and yeah. i think i mean i think they have like this like latent issue with you know cramping americans and they kind of like <laughs> since since the way you carry yourself makes them really comfortable with just just like unloading on you. Yeah, I, I think uh, I think I've always been that, and I kind of exude that. You know, I think I, I I do. I think I walk around with this attitude that says I can take it. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think people people get that vibe from me, and then shitty people try to take advantage of it. You know, I think it's a good. I think it's a good litmus test to see what kind of what kind of person that person is, because, you know, like I met all of you as well. Right. So yet here we are. You know what I mean? So we're not because it's not because like I'm better to you than I am to them. I'm the same person through and through. I don't change for anybody. Mm -hmm. The difference is you three are not shitty people. Well, true. But I was also indifferent on you for a very long time. Um, like, I thought you were a very uh, skilled stand-up comedian. But, like, personality-wise, I was like, okay, we say hi. We're very friendly. And then, you know, we started spending a lot of time together. And, you know, we're fucking family now. But, yeah. Um, yeah. There, was an, there was never anything. But, I, you know, you getting <laughs> – people would just, like, shit on you. Because because of these like personal issues that I think that they were inventing, but 
the, the point of all this, dude, I don't want to, I don't want to drag this on too long, but I, I just, I, I really, really love, um, your approach where it's just like, you exemplify like I, I don't I don't let that shit into my home. It's like you, you don't fucking participate in the negative. Every time someone calls me gay on the internet, Mary Jo knows their screen name on like <laughs> <laughs> on wherever they did it. I mean, it's it's, it's different now. It's it's a little bit different. I'm trying to um I'm trying to ch- I'm actually trying to change that up. It's it's funny because I just this week I've been doing comedy for almost 15, 16, 17 years. Who knows? Um. I mean, somebody should know, but it's, uh, I just started saying, vocally saying whether, (laughs) (laughs) I I just started openly saying that other comedians suck this, like very recently. Damn. Yeah. It's like, where, like on your podcast, on stage, in person, what are you doing? What? Just out of my mouth, period. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm, I'm a very superstitious person too. So like, I've never wanted to ever because i know you know comedy is one of those things that like somebody can suck at for three years and it's suddenly they just get it out of nowhere you don't know what it is that's gonna let them get it but they just do so you know i would you know i would never want to just you know determine that somebody is what they are at this moment you know so i would never want to say somebody sucks tim he often does it during public arguments guys would be like yo you can't throw rocks here and and, and she's just like bobby cuccarelli is the worst fucking comedian <laughs> in philadelphia <laughs> Bobby Cucciarelli does fucking it. suck, by the way. Yeah, what uh, what, are, what are her jokes? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, is that okay, Ansley? Was that was that sexism okay? Was that good? <laughs> yeah. We were trying to determine the other day what Ansley's gonna get canceled for when it's when she gets canceled, and it's definitely gonna be some anti-feminist shit. <laughs> what, well, do you, what do you what yeah, what, what um? I was gonna say, uh, what avenue do you think that anti-feminism is gonna shit gonna uh, rear its head? Well, I mean, is that for Ansley or for me? For Ansley, yeah. Yeah. Or if you already know, please. Yeah, 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 yeah Sid, if you'd like to answer for her, feel free, dude. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm. I, it, it, I don't know. It, 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 yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I know she knows. I know she. Uh, is is a is a staunch proponent of uh, one of the reasons that Ellen is getting canceled is because she munches box too hard. <laughs> okay, so go. I need it. Lay it on me. Nobody's comfortable saying it, you know. So you know, they're trying to invent other reasons they have a problem with her. All right, please, Ansi, tell us more about this. <laughs> <laughs> tell, tell us why you think Ellen munches box like Pac Man. <laughs> That is so Sydney's theory. It uh, is not my theory. <laughs> you you were saying it in a roundabout way, and I summed it up. <laughs> I don't know if I'll get canceled for feminist reasons. Um, you know, I don't think I should get canceled for any reason. Well, of course. <laughs> yeah, should should and and wouldn't are, are you know what I mean? Someone's gonna I, get you. Yeah, <laughs> I agree that you shouldn't, but. Deep down, we all believe that Ellen eats pussy like Jaws attacking a boat. <laughs> <laughs> she rolls her sleeves up first. <laughs> I think we're going to need a bigger boat. <laughs> Open wide, you son of a bitch. <laughs> Dude, could you imagine Ellen just fucking sitting on some lady's face and just dancing, doing that fucking corny fucking hip wiggle shit? Ellen ate, ate that Kintner boy's pussy. 
Ah, but that that uh that cramp that uh that all black people cramp thing might might start you down a bad path of cancellation. Mm. It might. I'm telling you, Andrew, do, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no, you go. I was gonna say, I definitely do your TED talk on that. Yeah, yeah. Call there's it, behind it, so it's okay. Yeah, call it dehydration, de apostrophe hydration. <laughs> <laughs> and boy, let, let, those views are gonna roll in. <laughs> Anzi's got like the thin like wraparound wire mic and she's like drinking water is not gay. (laughs) (laughs) Is that the Apollo and everyone's booing? (laughs) The clown comes out. Her her TED talk on dehydration, we call it day day. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man, that is, yeah. I mean, do you guys ever think about that? Would you would get canceled for if you got canceled? Uh, yeah, it would be something that was totally taken out of context. Because there's never, I mean, Tim talks about, it, you know, people know our hearts. But however, you know, so many things that we say on the surface could be taken literally. And, you know, if anybody other than the coolest fucking people on earth supported us and were responsible for us, you know, doing anything that I think that would be a legitimate worry, but yeah, it would, it would be something stupid that was taken out of context. Yeah. Like, did I think twice about making a children's YouTube video where I say both the Jews did nine 11 and autism is a choice. Sure. I had reservations, <laughs> but what am I going to get canceled from? Are you going to get me fired from my it career? Do me a favor, dude, <laughs> make me reconsider Dude, I'll go work in a fucking custom motorcycle shop. I'll make everyone's dads happy. I'll sell merch. I don't give a fuck. I like I'm not worried about number one I'm not worried about cancel culture at all but like what the fuck am I going to get canceled from I have I have literally nothing yes <laughs> but on top of that I think I think in in our situations like canceling only works if we're striving for the same thing that the cancelers are yeah and none of us are there there's I don't know that would be funny think- if someone could get me fired from dad meat <laughs> and that would be wild but like listen to where I live can you hear that by the way, <laughs> what could you possibly fucking take from me, dude? I live in hell. They're going to add more dirt bikes. <laughs> They're going to move my bed to the middle of one of those like uh, cage globes with the dudes just doing fucking <laughs> loops and dirt bikes in it. What? I mean, I don't care. And, you know, if if I've <laughs> if I've said anything that will come back to haunt me, you can only use it to take away shit that I truly don't care about. So I. Mm-hmm. It's fine, but and Mike, like you said, man, people know our hearts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no I, mean, that's, I, I was gonna say, I think the feminists would come for me because there's a lot of stuff that they don't like. You know, like there's a lot of stuff with being a woman that like there's perks to it, and I think we deserve the perks. You know, like I'm never gonna mad at somebody for holding open the door or like not punching me in the face or like you know things that you're not supposed to do. <laughs> <a> welcome. <laughs> <laughs> and like I feel like you know feminists go too hard with like everything's equal, you know, and it's like. I don't know if I want everything to be equal. Like, I don't, I like <laughs> what's, uh What's one thing where, uh, wait, first of all, have you had any direct disagreements with uh, social types on that kind of thing? No, I don't, I don't go through the confrontation like mm-hmm. Sydney does. I don't, um, no, I, I kind of stay away from it. So. Sure. I, I mean, that's fine because it's usually with people that don't matter in your life at all. Right. Um, what's uh okay? Give me give me an example of something 
outside of like doors and like fight etiquette, what's something that, where you think that they want equality where you're like, all right, let's pump the brakes. On the equality. <laughs> um, I don't know. People get real mad about like the, the whole, the mom culture is a crazy world to try to navigate. Like the, the saying that like women shouldn't stay home with kids or like, um, you know, like it's not enough just to be a mom and stuff. Like, yeah, it is like, do what you want to do, you know, like, yes, it's all good. I, hard to, dis- I mean, that's extremely wholesome and succinct, yeah. but uh, yeah, cool. I can see that be, I can see that being the worst thing someone heard today. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ansley, you're not getting enough credit on the, on, on chat nation, by the way. I know like people are giving Sid a lot of praise. I think, uh, I think it's time we start recognizing Ansley in equal proportion to Sid. <laughs> I'm just wondering now what Sydney's going, what's going on out there in the world, Sydney. I thought I knew about a lot of, uh, well, I mean, you, you know, everything you need to know, but like there, there's some, some, some people are like little pudgy bitches. <laughs> you don't tell me about the pudgy bitches. <laughs> Not really. You know, cause it's like, cause like you wouldn't, you wouldn't like what I was complaining about. Like you would, you would, I would be I would be a non pudgy bitch if I was telling to you about the like the things that they are making into issues is yeah, all yeah. bitch shit. So if I now have an issue with their issues, now I'm also participating in bitch shit. Like I'm not bringing bitch shit. Like yeah. like bitch shit is for my comedian friends. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. like they understand it, they know the references, they know who I'm talking about. But like yeah. for me to bring home this subjective issue that this guy is having with me and then me trying to sum up what I know he's thinking in his mind and you don't even know him, you know, like, I, I just don't like that. I don't, you know, I don't, I don't like that behavior period. Yeah. You know? So I'm not going to, and also it's too, it's like, um, these people, they think I'm bringing this shit home. Like yeah. they, they take pleasure in the idea that I, I'm at home, like screaming my head off at, about them to you. And the fact that I'm not, that's just one more thing that I know they're wrong about. Well, dude, it's because they all live in houses with fucking five other dirt balls like them. And the second they emerge from their fucking rooms, that's all they do is talk fucking comedy and how they're going to fucking scam their way out of not paying the fucking Pico bill that month. <laughs> I think it's actually sick that this came to light. Like, number one, the, the main thing to take away from like all these like conflicts is number one, it's usually external. It's like, they they bring this shit to Sid. They they try to put it on him, and uh, what they're looking for is capitulation. Mm-hmm. And there's zero of it. And the fact that you're not bringing it home it just kind of prevents it from ever being real. <laughs> it, it really does. Yeah, I mean, I do talk about some of those comedians, like because they're funny. Like, so I'll, I'll I'll mention some of their jokes or something that they said, but I will never like never the issue. Like, I only talk about the comedians that I like. Mm-hmm. Like, I like to have fun conversations. And like comedy is one of these things where I don't want to come home and then try to put the like the burden of comedy onto Ansley because then then the idea of comedy is going to become this like ugh, keep it away, like, have it be other like something separate from me, you mm-hmm. know. But you know if I can make it sound like not if I can make it sound fun, but if I if I talk about it with like the thing that I love about it, then it's easier for Ansley to want to be attached to it or like come to shows because it's like how I mean how hard would it be to get somebody to come to a show with a bunch of comedians you hate, you know? Like I can tell you, you know, it doesn't matter if I, if I tell, if I'm like, oh, this person's not that funny, but they're trying or at this point in their career, like this person's here, this person's there. But if I'm like, oh, this person hates me, this person hates me, this, like, why would she want to show up? You know, Mm. it's like, I'm going to be talking, we're going to be hanging out with these people kind of after, after the show. That's a good point. Yeah. Damn. 
It just makes me, just, I, you know, I, I, it just it makes me reflect on like uh, how shallow a lot of like serious relationships I, I witness are. You know what I mean? Like how many how many people I know who are just like barely tolerating each other and they just hate the same things enough that it's like, all right, maybe we won't get a divorce. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. 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 Man. All right. Let's uh do you guys have time to stick around? We're gonna do we're gonna do a Patreon episode. Do you guys want to stick around with us? Oh, I thought this was the Patreon episode. Nah, bro. This is this is this is being broadcast live on YouTube right now. Oh hell yeah. Uh, I can stick around for a little bit. I have to meet these guys for poker pretty soon. Oh hell yeah. All right. Well we'll we'll see. We're not gonna keep you too long. Um yeah, I mean you guys <laughs> This isn't their first radio. You guys know two Jack Bros. Just make sure you're fucking sub. Make sure you're on their fucking Patreon. Um uh also, shout out Sean Dowdy, by the way. Oh, hell yeah. Sid, you, you tell me exactly how this happened. Dude, it was like, uh, first of all, this if you've never listened to Two Jack Bros, this episode, this most recent episode might be a great intro for you because it's something like this, the longer version of this story is in it, right? Absolutely. But uh, so Sean Dowdy, straight up dog, Shat Nation, shout him out. He came to the stand-up comedy show that I did in Homedale, New Jersey at the Bellworks Laboratories for their drive-in comedy show where i'm like up on this big it was crazy it was such a good time and then afterwards he brought some of the best seafood from i think it was called lusty lobster a Mm -hmm. seafood distributor but just amazing seafood more shrimp than you could guzzle in one day and i tried yeah so did so did we like we did all we could to eat all that shrimp in one day and it was uh no the first shrimp coma that i was ever a part of which was insane but uh yeah and then guy oh my god like you want to talk about, I, I, I do think I'm a magnet for weird confrontations because uh, then I ended up like, um, like, you know, I went real hard on ice cream the two days prior, you know? So on this particular day it was catching up to me, you know, I'm 40. So I had to shit hard. Right. So I ended up at a rest stop with a couple came into the stall next to me at a rest stop, like a man and woman couple snuck into the bathroom, went into the stall next to me and then start going after it. It was uh damn. But it was it was more comical than it was anything else. It was like she was he he was trying to get a blowjob. She was she was trying to blow him. Oh, it was for sex. I thought there was gonna be a DJ like, all right, it's time for a couple's diarrhea. <laughs> Clear the stalls. <laughs> That's what he was trying to do. It, it was crazy. It was crazy because like since I since this like this is by the time I get to the rest stop, this is like like the third wave of my diarrhea. Right. So I, I kind of knew what I was in for. So when I was sitting on the toilet, I was watching a highlights of the playoff game, like a 10 minute highlight package of the full playoff game on full blast, you know, because it's just like I'm just checked out. Like common decency is gone. I'm sh- like I'm shitting too hard right now. <laughs> so they sat down next to me and they could hear that my phone was on. And because the echo in the bathroom is so loud, they thought my phone was so loud that they couldn't hear me. So they were talking about me in the stall next to me. Dude, it was a crazy, it was a crazy experience. Can you believe the nerve of this guy <laughs> shitting watching NBA highlights while I'm trying to get my dick sucked? His wife's like, oh, no, horror, I can't. <laughs> I said, I wanted to ask you real quick. Was that lobster provided at your show part of a clause in your project, in your uh, contract? Motherfucker. That's it. That's what's going to get us canceled, dude. <laughs> Tim, is that how contract works? Sure I, I don't know. Oh, wait. I actually thought of what I would get canceled for. And I'm pretty sure I mentioned this on the show before. But like 20 years ago, 
I sent an insane email to a lady comic who <laughs> did I tell you? I told you this before, Tim, right? I know this one. Yeah. Yeah. Well, said, I don't know if you know this, but there was a there's a, <laughs> a woman who's a comedian who it was after an Eagles NFC playoff game. I was in a rare mood and I had about 20 beers and I've been drinking whiskey all night and the Eagles had lost again. And this lady who was I've never met her. She was by all means a, a super nice person, a really good comic, just does her own thing, doesn't fuck with anybody. I went on her website and I was checking out her her thing with my buddy Steve. And uh, I was like, I saw the contact me section and I was like, all right, I'm going to tell this lady what I think about her comedy. I never met her. Just going by what her her angle was. I was like, all right, this isn't what I do. So I fucking hate it. And this woman's also successful, which I'm not. And I fucking hate that as well. So I sent the angriest fucking in most insane email to this person saying your dog, your 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 comedy is dog shit. Um, I hope your husband gets sent back to Iraq. Um, just the most insane shit. Now, the next day when I woke up, it was one of those things where you instantly recalled the awful thing you did the night before after you've been drinking. Um I don't know if I did it that day or shortly thereafter, but I emailed her to say like, Hey, it's Mike again. Uh, I just wanted to apologize for that. <laughs> uh, I had a lot to drink and uh, that was very mean. And I really regret doing that. So please don't take any of that seriously. And she was very cool about it. Um, she was like, all right, thanks for the email. And then that was the end of it. Was but there, I'm actually, was her husband Iraqi or military? Uh, he was in the air force. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> if he was Iraqi, I would have been beheaded. <laughs> But that's probably what I would have gotten canceled for. Jesus yeah. Christ. All right. Well, uh, fingers crossed, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Two Jack Bros. Once again, thank you so much for coming back. Uh, I love you dearly. And uh, we'll, we'll move over to the Patreon chat. All right. Thanks, Bubs. Love you, Bubs. <laughs>